The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello, and welcome to the second episode. I don't think I'm going to count every episode, but the second yeah. episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I am Aaron. I'm Sasha. And we are thrilled that you are here. You are joining us. Hopefully you listened to the first yeah. episode. Yeah. If you didn't, that's fine. Welcome anyway. It's still there. You can go back yes. and, and listen now. It's still actually oddly <laughs> relevant because despite having had ha- having had to record that episode twice, mm-hmm. nothing has happened since. Yeah, actual, actually zero things have happened. A lot yes. of speculation, a which is not um, surprising, but yes. um, there, there was a lot of that. Yes, as it continues, as the world continues. But we are now officially in September. Nebraska is officially in fall, apparently. It is cold and dreary. For what, three days and then it's going to be over 100 again? Maybe. We were. I was informed that Nebraska, specifically Omaha, was on, uh, was it, I, I think I was told Japanese news for the difference in temperature over a day from the 100 degree, yeah. or it was like over a period of like that, like 24 hours from mm-hmm. 100 degrees to 50. We yeah. hit our high at midnight and now. That was we, crazy, yes. by the way. Like Sunday was really warm mm-hmm. and that was awesome. I watched the sprinkler water my grass. I think and I then, watched your Instagram story <laughs> of you watching the sprinkler. Yes. Thrilling um, weekend. <laughs> and then Monday I went to the gym later in the afternoon and it was warm when I got there. And then it had dropped a good 10, 15 yes, degrees in an hour. And then it just kept dropping. And then now we're on a, today would be a Tuesday and it was crappy and gross and cold. And I had to wear a sweatshirt this oh, morning. We have Pumpkin spice lattes. Hey. I brought you one, and I said I wasn't doing it just to bribe you, (laughs) but maybe it is bribery. No, I I wanted to stop by Starbucks and try. I had seen a TikTok of a registered uh, dietitian, nutritionist. Mm -hmm. Uh, She she shared basically how to cut down on the sugar and the calories in a pumpkin spice latte. I thought, well, I'll try it. It's not bad. I probably would have liked another pump of the pumpkin syrup in it. Yeah. But for only 110 calories and 7 grams of sugar, it works. It's not a bad drink at all. And you know, like I've found, not to go on a total tangent here and derail us right off the bat. I mean, (laughs) at at this point, what is this podcast? Welcome. (laughs) We're going to, we don't know. We don't. Wherever it goes, it goes. Um, I have found though that over time I've gotten used to, like you just get used to it not having as much sugar or cutting Mm -hmm. down on other stuff. Now I don't even notice. I think that's why I don't. So outside of outside of Mexican Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. I cannot drink regular pop any longer, regular yeah. soda, which by the way, I say soda, but I know my audience. So I, I just said pop <laughs> and it sounded really, really weird coming yeah. out of my mouth. But I am I don't a, say pop anymore either. I am. A, it just sounds so strange. I don't say pop. pop. I don't say it anymore because when like I was like pop. 12, we went to Florida. Mm-hmm. And I asked what kind of pop they had. And the guy just like had the most disgusted look on his face and was like, you're not from here, are you? I was like, actually, I'm not. I'm from Nebraska. Well, South Dakota at the time. Yeah. Yeah. My dad lived in Florida most (laughs) of my life. So uh, Southern states, they they order Coke Mm -hmm. or soda. But if you order Coke, they ask you what kind. Um, But yeah, we we could spend an entire podcast (laughs) on the soda pop drinking habits of everyone. But Uh, first and foremost, before I ask you how your weekend was mm-hmm. outside of watching sprinklers, <laughs> um, I do want to say thank you to Sky who used the email address. It yes. was my, it, and for the record, it's mind your own podcast at hailvarsity.com. He reached out and this means just so much to me. And 
we, we had said to tell people something kind. I don't know if that's what prompted this, mm-hmm. but he did reach out and just said it, it, he listens to a lot of sports talk with mm-hmm. his daughter in the car. And it, it's exciting for her to hear uh, women voices. It's exciting yeah. for me to know she's hearing it because for me, Gosh. I think when I was little, what it would have meant to have yeah. uh, women in this space more prominent. Like I, I was a huge Linda Cohn fan, grew up watching Aaron Andrews, mm-hmm. but that was really it, at least yeah. for me personally. So I just want to give a shout out. Her name is Hadley. So I want to give a sh- shout out to Hadley. She is our favorite person ever. Yes. So if That's, she's listening. That is really hello. awesome. Like I, d- I hadn't even considered that really, I don't yeah. think, um, when we have been talking about this for, for, for doing it forever, but representation does matter. Yes. I think it's important. So when Sasha and I were talking about this podcast and we said this in the first episode, we'd been talking about this podcast for like four years. Yeah. We never really viewed it as two women talking about sports or two women. Mm -hmm. It was just, we enjoy talking to each other. We enjoy talking in general. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just chat about everything we want to talk about. And I do think representation matters so much. And Mm -hmm. I have had the chance to work with journalism students and have these young women come up to me and say, hey, it's just so great to see you and other women, Mm -hmm. especially in Lincoln and Omaha that are now, you know, getting the jobs at the the TV station as sports reporters or working for the papers or Mm -hmm. doing something with Hale Varsity. They they feel it's now obtainable to them and it's good because now they're not so like, I have to get out of this state. I want, right. I want women to stop leaving me in sports. Stay right. here. Give me someone to talk to right. in the press box. Well, and then your, when I went to college for, first of all, I didn't even know, I didn't even think at the time, and this was only 10 years, 10, 12 years ago. I did not think at the time that there was space. I didn't think there was space in Nebraska slash Iowa for females because there weren't any. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like going through all the classes and getting my major and then like, you know, I started a family. I didn't start a family. I got married. I have a stepson. You acquired a family. I acquired a family. (laughs) But then knowing that I wasn't going to leave Mm -hmm. and then everything like kind of like the timeline started opening up a little bit, you know, like here's this opportunity and here's this. And it didn't matter that I was a female. And I really thought for a really long time that it would. Like right. I had to somehow prove myself, like answer all these questions to prove to me that you know anything about sports at all. Like yeah. I should, and no one should still, have to do that. There's still some of that. And mm-hmm. I always, I always, the joke I tell people is I will occasionally get asked by the person who said, well, if you really know sports, you'd be able to tell me every starter on the 1985 Chicago Bears uh, offensive line. Why would I know that? First and foremost, right. it, I've said this before. I'm not a Chicago Bears fan. Mm-hmm. I don't cover the Bears. Why would I know that? Right. It, it's it's all relative. So I think yeah. it's just, it's important to know representation matters. And so the more we can encourage women, people of color, and I, I, I know I hear you when you say, well, it's about who's best for the job. Absolutely. Okay. But let's make sure we're allowing everyone the same opportunity for those interviews to show up in the room. I'm going to say the room where it happens again, which means I'm going to get right back to Hamilton, which is what I did last <laughs> week. I really All right. I'll watch fine. It. I'll watch it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I almost watched it this weekend, which not to completely 180 into something else, but a little bit. I'm curious how you spent your Labor Day weekend. Um, I didn't do anything. <laughs> you did watch Sprinkler. I did watch my Sprinkler on Sunday. We had some family in town. Um, so we did dinner. And oh, nice. then um, I fin- finally finished episode or season one of Umbrella Academy because my husband has been on my ass to <laughs> like finish it because I'm a fall asleeper. And he wanted to start the second season before we start the second season of The Boys. Apparently we like superhero stuff now. I hope Michael Severe does not listen to this. Yeah, it's very nice of him to wait for you. I get I get a little uh, impatient if Kyle yeah. doesn't keep up. I'm like, all right, we're I'm moving on. Without he even you watched rewatched the last two episodes oh, of the first season because he was like, well, I want to hang out with you. This is what you're doing, so I guess I'm rewatching this. And I'm like, him. my mind's getting blown. And he's like, yeah, I know, I already watched it. That happens. Like, that okay. happens with Kyle and I, but he's often the one who falls asleep. So then yeah. I have to rewatch, and I, I've, I've rewatched so many episodes of Ozark because yeah. he fell asleep in half of one and couldn't remember. Same yeah. thing with Last Chance You. I, I 
like so he like you said would be getting like yeah. surprised in the moment i'm like yeah no this all i yeah whoa. i know great glad you're liking it <laughs> yeah i will say what what i was kind of wondering about so this is like a two-part thing. Mm -hmm. This was a conversation I actually had with Kyle, my fiance, last week. But then this weekend, he was out of town for a couple of days. He went fishing yeah. with a couple of friends, uh, wanted to do a uh, safe social distancing activity. Right. So they went, they went fishing, and I was at home by myself for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. It kind of made me think, because of this conversation I had with him last week. So we were talking about how normally in a Typical fall, I would be traveling at least for five away games, mm -hmm. plus maybe a bowl game if Nebraska decided to go to one this year. Right. Uh, I I have gone to the ESPN College Football Awards two years in a row. Now, he has come with me for those, but still, yeah. there's multiple opportunities where I'm traveling in a fall from August through January. Mm -hmm. And he, he always kind of gives me a hard time where he's like, oh, I'm the bachelor. I'm a bachelor for this weekend. Right. But those are the weekends where he does all of the things he wants to do that he mm -hmm. feels he can't do when I'm home. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. We got to talking about that and I thought about it because I, I, I actively thought throughout the weekend, like what am I doing that is different mm -hmm. that I wouldn't be doing or I would be doing differently if he was here. Right. I don't think I have that many weird things that I do separately. <laughs> I, don't I must just do everything around him. <laughs> when you asked me that, I was like, what do I do? I know some if people order Brian's like Brian's not home. <laughs> yeah, some people like order a yeah. food item that like their significant other doesn't like. Yeah, I, I, I probably would do that. Check this out. So <laughs> my husband is very much Italian, but does not like noodles. And he, he like doesn't like pasta? No, he hates pasta. So I don't, I cannot tell you the last time it was, I had emergency uh, surgery to get a broken tooth taken out of my mouth. That is the last and only time in probably seven, eight years that I have had noodles. What? Because I, I had, it was the only thing I could pasta. eat. I, and I, I, I don't even really it. order it when we go out because I don't think of it because I, I never carbs. make it or eat it. How dare I would you? probably order fettuccine Alfredo from somewhere. See, that sounds so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kyle's thing that he does. So this is the one that prompted. The question, mm -hmm. because this is a point of contention in our relationship. Yeah. He is somebody who likes to fall asleep on the couch mm -hmm. watching TV in the evening and just fall asleep for a few hours. So mm -hmm. he'll get up at one, two, three in the morning, and that's when he'll then go to bed. Mm -hmm. Now he's been asleep, but then he'll physically go to bed. Yeah. I am somebody that if I'm just going to, if I'm that tired where I'm going to fall asleep here, I might as well just go to bed. Right. The problem that we run into is he'll say, just let me fall asleep. You can go to bed. I'll be up when I'm, I'm ready is we have two dogs. So yeah. they still have to be cared for, mm -hmm. but then they're going between us. So if somebody's upstairs, someone downstairs are going between us. But when he comes upstairs and like I said, this is like the one thing that like causes arguments yeah. and they're like, not really arguments, right. but you know, it's like ir irritation. Yes, he turns the flashlight on on his phone. So then he's like stomping up the stairs with the flashlight on and he claims he's pointing at the ground. He's actually pointing it usually like right at my face. So now I'm getting woken up at one, two, three mm -hmm. in the morning. So I'm like, just go to bed because then you won't be dis like disturbing me. Right. You'll be fine because yeah. you'll be asleep. But he's he just wants to just go to sleep on the couch. So right. when I'm gone... He often just sleeps on the couch. Yes. Yeah. Because we have, um, so we have like nest cameras. So you get notifications when there's motion mm -hmm. and stuff. So whenever I'm gone, there's always like a motion in the living room at like two in the morning because that's when he's waking up right. and going upstairs to go to bed. And it just makes me laugh because I'm like, this is the thing that he's like, oh, I wish you were traveling like once right. so I could just like fall asleep <laughs> on the couch. I'm like, that's so random. Right. I, I see people on Twitter who talk about the foods that they try to eat. Like they, they're like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. going to order all this terrible. It's like they, we all revert into college students right. when we are by ourselves. Oh, Lord. I just eat junk in front of him right. all I'm the like, time. I just I'm like, like, don't eat well in general. Been, we've been together a really long time. So like I like to call it pig out Sundays. Mm. <laughs> and I will just get like whatever. Like I make sure I'm like really into nutrition and crap. So I make sure that I stay within my calories for the day, but it's mostly just crap. 
Like a whole box of raisinets. Oh, that, <laughs> like, actually, that actually sounds. <laughs> but I'm doing that with him, so it's like I don't know that my my habits would really change. Maybe I'd sleep in a little later because he doesn't turn his alarms off on the weekend. Yeah. Well, see, I have like the only thing I've ever ordered where I ordered a food because he what, but see, this is why it doesn't make any sense. Cause mm-hmm. if I said to him, I want to order this, he'd be like, okay, sounds good. Is I remember one time he was out of town and I ordered a pizza hut stuffed crust cheese pizza with yeah. extra cheese because I was just like, that sounded really good, yeah. but there's nothing about that that he would have said no to. So right. it's not like I did it because you're gone. It just yeah. did sound good. So I ordered it. I might watch more Dateline. Yeah, (laughs) I I already do. (laughs) I thought about it this weekend. So here's what I kind of figured out about myself. Mm -hmm. So when you are by yourself versus having a significant other, roommates, kids, whoever Mm -hmm. might be in your life that is in your home, your schedule changes when you're by yourself. Yeah. So when he is around, there's a lot of like, if he's getting up to go to work, like I'm getting up to go to work at that time. Like yeah. we, we definitely have um, a schedule that just like has to fall in line with one another because it's like, well, it doesn't make sense to like, if one of us is getting up, then that person has to take care of the dog. So we right. might as well just both, both get, up. get up. Yeah. So I just noticed that my schedule is very like just whatever, whatever. I want it to be. Right. And I actually found I got up earlier for mm-hmm. some reason, which was, which was strange. I yeah. just like got up and started my day. And I think it's because like, when he's home, I'll tend to lay around just a little bit more in the morning because it's like, okay, I'll get up a little bit slower. I'll mm-hmm. enjoy like just laying here for a minute. You know, this weekend I was like, oh, well, Scout wants breakfast. Jax wants to go outside. Like, right. Let's just get up and like start our day. Yeah. So that was probably more, I just went through my schedule how I probably would have done it. Yeah. yeah. But it was just interesting. I definitely was yeah. starting work earlier. Also, I wish we had a camera in here because if anyone could have witnessed our both our reaction, so God has spoken. Yeah, um, it's apparently also now thundering and storming here. Yeah, uh, and we there was a good crack of thunder, and I've got on head. We've got on headphones, yeah. and I heard that pretty clear. We both just stared at the like, sc- like up at well, the ceiling. Okay, I I have missed a really good. Th- we didn't have very <sighs> many just really good like summer no, thunderstorms. Like hardly at all. I I woke up in the middle of the night last night, and heard this heard a storm like kind of coming through a little bit Mm -hmm. and I just like sat there for a moment and was like I'm just gonna listen to this because I feel like we didn't get that many this summer we just like maybe one or two yeah but there wasn't really that much rain overall no this summer it's not good if you're somebody who doesn't like to actively water your yard (laughs) right yeah I am I also realized so I am sad I'm sad that I'm not traveling a little bit this fall uh and I understand, like, I've had people tell me, like, oh, you could go do things safely. And it's, it, it, my point is, is, like, my Instagram, like, on this day timeline is starting to mm-hmm. remind me of, like, painful, like, the things I would have been doing. Yeah. So uh, it just reminded me over this weekend that one year ago I was in Colorado for the Nebraska-Colorado matchup. I had gone to Insomnia Cookie. I went to The Sink, which is one of my favorite restaurants mm-hmm. in the country. I love The Sink. If you're ever in Boulder, go to The Sink. They're they're it is a total dive, but yeah. it's so good. Um, I just was thinking about it. I'm like, I should have been at Ohio State, which would have been Buckeye Donut. Here's right. the thing. If you're ever in Columbus, get a uh, Buckeye Donut. Now, I'm going to tell you, there's nothing super special about Buckeye Donut in the sense of like, mm-hmm. it's not a world-changing donut. But it's just really good. For yeah. some reason, it's just a good classic like donut shop, and they're just good at what they do. So it's like, mm-hmm. you're not going to walk in there and be like, Aaron, this is like something it's not voodoo donut they're not doing right. like insane things to it voodoo donut's good it is really good but i was just <laughs> like thinking of all of these places that i'm like oh i i go there when i'm in these towns for college right for games and i'm 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 so sad which my, it's sad that my life revolves so heavily around food that i was like right. <laughs> look at all of these things i'm I not definitely to thought you're gonna say football <laughs> no i don't care about the game i'm in this for the food <laughs> anyone is like why did you get into this job it's because of the food I like across the food. country i like the food it's good god has spoken again <laughs> no one can hear this but we we have a very impressive um thunder yeah. going on right now we can't really see it but you can't see thunder to begin with. <laughs> we can't see the storm because the windows are closed uh, no i i was 
cracking myself up. So Matt Brown, he writes a the Extra Points uh, newsletter that yeah. you can either pay for a subscription, you get all of them, or you get some free ones. Well, he had one of his paid ones a couple of weeks ago where they FOIA'd the Illinois SID in his email inbox, which was such a good idea because you suddenly see... First and foremost, I did not need somebody to FOIA an SID's inbox to know this, but for yeah. the general reader, this is really insightful because mm-hmm. SIDs deal with so much shit. Yeah. So much shit. Like they're getting emails from HBO. They're getting emails from their local media. They're getting emails from, um, in this case, politicians. They're getting emails from their own departments. They're dealing with so much. Yeah. So it's a good reminder for me in the media when like, Keith Mann at Nebraska doesn't respond right away. It's because he's dealing with 15,000 other things. Right. My request to talk to whomever is probably sometimes often lower on the totem. Right. Especially depending on what's happening on that particular day. Yes. Now, Illinois, one of the things that showed up in their SIDs inbox was what they were going to do about the food and drink situation in the press box. So they're talking about like prepackaged meals, um, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. But the one that just warmed my cold heart was they were figuring out how to still serve the nitro cold brew that they have in the press box, which I don't know if Nebraska media is insane. Like just to begin with, we're all insane. Like we walk into a place (laughs) and we're just like, yes, food. Um, they had a keg of the nitro cold brew last year. Mm -hmm. It was gone before kickoff. Wow. Really? We're aggressive. Yeah. And I remember I was offended because <laughs> I only got two glasses. Right. <laughs> I was like, whoever drank all of it. And I'm like, I contributed to this. But we all just like, we went a little insane. Yeah. So, but I was happy to see when I looked at that email, I was like, oh, I'm glad to see that they were considering how to still give the nitro cold brew right. to the psycho sitting in the press box because <laughs> that's what we are. <laughs> considerate. I, so I enjoy that. Of them. And the fact that they still continued that after nebraska was there and didn't say we should maybe not do this any longer because those people are crazy (laughs) right yeah but i i i am sad that like there's things that like i'm going to miss about a normal definitely the things you take for granted i'm like right i'll be so excited when sports resume in some way for because the thing i'll say is regardless of whatever happens with the big 10 the pac-12 all of this stuff it doesn't matter we're starting to see like the Big 12 has had a couple of games that have had to get postponed. So we're yeah. starting to see some of the like dominoes starting to fall in different yep. areas. What this means, I don't know. Um, but I was pretty confident that traveling was not going to be normal regardless. Oh, yeah. Like we had looked at when they updated the schedule with just conference games. We had, oh my god, Lightning now. We did see that one because you can see like, <laughs> um, we had... We had talked about how we could drive to everything. So drive to Iowa City, drive to Madison. Those are easy drives. But then we're looking at like. Pretty sure that microphones picked up that one. If it did. There was a crackle in the microphone. (laughs) Yeah, we we are. This is this is great. I love the storm. We're talking about like doom right now. So it fits perfectly. Honestly, this is (laughs) this is Twitter's timeline right now all the time. When I said that last week is a joke that just open your Twitter timeline as like a supplemental like reading yeah. with this podcast. It it's sounds really like true. a bad thunderstorm. It does. If there was a time. sound attached to it. Oh, yeah. It just, we, Ugh. like, I realized at some point last week, I had to step away from Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what day it was, but I just like didn't even, I just didn't even look at it. Outside yeah. of like work for Hale Varsity, mm-hmm. I looked at that. But I was just so overwhelmed by everything because there's just so many opinions mm-hmm. and there's so many pe- there's so many people are just arguing with each other yeah and it to be honest like if you allow yourself to sit in that for too mm-hmm. long it will ruin your it will ruin your mental health yes to the point where like I found myself like not knowing I I, I was like struggling to just do like things that I knew I enjoyed Mm -hmm. doing. So like going and writing the Peloton, which is something I enjoy doing. I was like, I'm just exhausted, but I was mentally exhausted. I think that like the best, like I've had a chaotic year in general. Like, um, I got laid off from a job that I loved. I thought that was like the end for me, like in sports of any capacity whatsoever. Cause it's easy to get burned out on that stuff. And I think honestly, specifically because of Twitter. Like when you work in sports, 
you can say stick to sports all you want, mm-hmm. although that has died now. <laughs> that, but, that is officially very, but, very dead. But when you very come dead. at people constantly for having an opinion about the sports you want them to stick to, it's freaking exhausting. Yeah. It is exhausting. And so, like, for me, that was, like, the greatest like one of the greatest things that happened out of everything that like happened in my last year on my timeline with life, like was not having to be on Twitter as yep. much. I check it like once a month. It was amazing. I just, I missed a lot of stuff, but I also think I didn't miss a lot no. of crap. It's just like junk, you know? I think it's just so important to remember that the person on the other end, and this includes on brands. Now mm-hmm. I have to be careful. Like I think it's okay sometimes to share there's a difference between being hateful and sharing criticism when it's warranted. Right. Uh, it's a big difference. Yes. I, I think I think there are people who forget that the person now it's, it's like hailing. I hope it's not hailing. Um, Twitter's mad that we're talking crap about Twitter. <laughs> That's I know. This is the product. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Don't check your mentions. It's hailing. <laughs> um, I just the thing that is really hard is just remembering that the people behind these accounts are human Mm -hmm. and we may not see it eye to eye, but it's, you know, that person at the end of the day still has feelings, still has things they have to deal with. Same thing with brand accounts. Like people actually get pretty abusive against brand accounts and there's sort of this weird, Oh my gosh, I hit this every single week. (laughs) There's sort of this weird belief system that brands are run by interns, which one doesn't make it any better. Like why are you yelling at an 18 year old intern if that's your argument? Yeah. But they're not like brands have spent so much time and money putting people in place that are experts at this. So when you're yelling at a brand, the person behind it is, is often somebody for the record that can help you. Mm -hmm but they're probably not going to want to. If you're using swear words and belittling and just being completely irate. Yes. I am so much more like we've had. So as an example, like with, with Hale varsity, you know, every so often something happens with the, um, an issue when it ships, it Mm -hmm. gets messed up in the mail. If you just communicate that with us, like we'll easily, we'll easily replace that for you. Like we understand that a lot of times our issues are keepsakes. Right. So like, we're not going to just stick you with a a messed up copy of the yearbook. Screw you. This is not our fault. No, I've had, (laughs) I would say most of the time our, um, our followers are very, very wonderful, but Mm -hmm. every so often you get somebody who just gets unreasonably angry with you. And it's so hard because it, it's for me, it's like suddenly like you're taking away the like want to help. Cause it's like, I, yeah. I don't know how to cut through the like anger mm-hmm. to get to the solution of what you need. And oftentimes yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Exactly. It's like, we can solve this very, issue. yeah. Right. Also I can hear someone mowing. Yeah. That is bold. This is like the podcast of like yeah. things we can hear that we right. could just open the window and like look, but we can't. So it's right. just like you're, you're you experiencing it with us. Um, but yeah, I just think, you know, remembering when you're on social media, there's, I'm not saying everyone needs to agree with each other, no. which is when you get into like personal attacks or when you mm-hmm. start like getting just hateful, it goes into a level that is not. The, the thing that always gets me with stuff like that, like I get, we are human beings, so we are going to be emotional, but just because you're on the internet and you can't see that person and look them in their face. Would you say, like, what stops me, like, I I don't ever have an issue with not being a jerk on social media. Like, if I'm being a jerk, I'm probably joking. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand, like, like, how bold are you? Would you say the things that you're saying on the internet to this person to their face in real life? Because if you wouldn't, maybe you should shut it. Like, knock it off. Just mind your own. Exactly. Just mind your own You don't have to interject at everything because you're behind a keyboard, man. It's okay. It's going to be okay. And I think that's sometimes when we we talk about, like, don't tweet at a recruit. Don't tweet at players. You know, I'm not saying – I've always told people, like, tweet at a recruiter or at a player if it makes sense like if, mm-hmm. if but like sometimes it's, it's just out of a place of like anger yeah and I usually try to remind people too like often those responses say more about what the individual who's making the comment yes it's more about them than it is about you that there's usually a level of pain or something going mm-hmm. on there where it's like obviously there's something that's causing this it's right. unfortunate this that reaction. 
that the other side becomes the punching bag of it, but there's a certain level of like, that's what social media has become. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say in like a light note, one thing that I have found just so much joy in is freaking TikTok. Yeah. Even if the, like, even if all of my information is being stolen, which people remind me of constantly, <laughs> which I don't even care at this point, like take it my- It gives me joy. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Take whatever you need from me. I don't even care. It's worth whatever I have I a get cell from. phone, therefore I'm being tracked all the time anyway. Like I, whatever. Yeah. I, I worked in, I, I have my degree is technically in advertising and I worked in social media marketing for some time and I still work in social media marketing <laughs> with Hale Varsity. Right. Like you're literally being tracked at all times. Yes. Like all times. Times. Yes. So if it's not TikTok, it's something, it's something else. else. On your phone. It's probably Google. Honestly, <laughs> like, I mean, there's so many things where I'm like, I should care more, and I should yeah. be, but like my life and my job are so heavily on my phone, are so heavily uh, social based that yeah. like at this point, I'm like, eh, whatever. I yeah. should care more, but I don't. Just take it here. Here's my waiver. Just yeah. take my information. I'm the person that when people <laughs> always post, which this shows up every so often on Facebook, the like, according to the United States Constitution section, blah, 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 blah. I do not allow Facebook, my information, oh, photos please. and stuff. And it's like, knock it off. Don't. That's not a real thing. Um, but Was I'm, it my grandma? Yeah. <laughs> we are friends. My grandma um, did post something like that the other day, I'm honestly. And I was like, sure. I called her. I wanted to call her and be like, hey. It's not a thing. Stop. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing. No one is stealing your stuff on your private Facebook account. Uh, I do sometimes, though, see those. And, like, I think one time I posted, like, the opposite where I was, like, I do grant Facebook, like, yeah. everything. Just like, just take it. it. Like, I don't even care. Don't and care. someone was, like, that's really dangerous. I was, like, like oh, my. Okay. Yeah. But so is your phone listening to, like, why do you think those targeted ads are popping up? It's listening to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody, so speaking of TikTok, somebody had shared a TikTok of them um, wanting to have a wanted to start trying to have a child with their husband. Mm-hmm. So she jokingly to see if it would work because he had, I guess, made a comment to her that like, we can start when like, we're given a sign that this is the time, which is like <laughs> such like a BS thing. Right. So she jokingly started grabbing his phone when he wasn't around and talking into it and being like babies, diapers, like uh, saying things. <laughs> yeah. And he, and it was legitimately, she, she said, I'm not making this up. His phone started showing him on like Facebook and stuff, started showing him ads for like diapers, <laughs> like Target having uh, special sales. Yeah. And he was like, well, that's really weird. Cause we were just talking about it. And it's like, well, that's yeah, why. That's why. <laughs> and your wife is also single-handedly taking over your phone at the moment. Um, but that made me, that cracked me up when I saw that one. Cause I was like, now I kind of want to try it. Like I want to say like random things on my phone and right. see what, what I can get it to like bicycles, roller blades. Well, I mean, roller hockey, (laughs) roller derby. Um, I guess like where we got to here is we were talking about like this fall and not, um, you know, me not giving Kyle the one thing he wants, which is fall asleep on the couch. Yeah. Um, without me disrupting him. So maybe like one Saturday I'll be like, this is for you. Right. I'm going to go for a really long walk. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, but I am sad. I am sad. I'm curious what all of you, whoever's listening to this, like the things that you're missing, like, I don't, yeah. I understand that like we're missing like the game day and all mm-hmm. this stuff, but there's so much more to it. Oh, like man. I think of like, I'm really sad that, so every single year we've made it a tradition. So my mom lives in South Dakota where I grew up. My grandma lives here, obviously. But for the Iowa game, the last three or four years, they've always come over to my house and we all watch it together. Mm. Like, I'm really bummed that we probably won't be able to do that until, like, January. Unless they Maybe. decide to start. Or the Big October or n- November. Thanksgiving weekend, and then you can just do it then. <laughs> It'll be Purdue, uh, Nebraska, just the, you know, traditional Thanksgiving matchup. Uh-huh, Yeah. Although, wasn't this the year that it would have technically been Minnesota on the Thanksgiving game? Yes, it would have been. This season, in hindsight, had so many, like, good gems in it. I'm so sad about that original schedule. Like, I don't even care about the, like, updated one with the conference only. Like, I'm talking, like, the original schedule. Yeah. I I was sincerely, so I have two schools left I have to go to, and I've gone to all the big 10 schools, Mm -hmm. and that's Rutgers and Michigan State. Yeah. I would have checked off Rutgers this year and then I think Michigan State next year. But it doesn't yes. matter. Yeah. Um 
but like Rutgers, I was looking forward to because I was like, okay, we'll get this one checked off. Like this will be, you know, you could technically take the train over to New York City if you wanted to spend like right. some time there. Um, but I was looking forward to it. And so now I just, you know, who knows when I'll get all 14 of the Big Ten schools finally checked some, off. I mean, someday. Eventually. I, just, I keep saying as long, I like, I just have to keep my job until I get. So, I mean, this is just now um, solidifying that I can't, I can't lose my job. I can't quit my job. <laughs> I can't do anything for longer. Right. Not it's job security is what it is. Right. That's what I meant. <laughs> Not that like I'm trying to leave. Like, no, don't tell my boss at yeah. the moment that the moment like, oh, check Michigan State <laughs> off. All right. Well, it's been Bye. great. See you guys later. Oh, my gosh. No, I just meant it's good job security because if somebody ever tried to like get rid of me, I'd be like, no, 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 no. So you don't Gotta understand. Wait. I have not been to Rutgers yet. You don't understand. I Will need you? more time. You could just travel there on your own. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. <laughs> I need to... I need to see and experience everyone's press boxes. Yes. So I can rank them. Maybe they have all have nitro brew. They don't. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Ohio State has uh, the McDonald's McFlurry bar. They do smoothies and McFlurries, which... <laughs> so I can, like, remember certain games based on the food in the press box. This, the game against, it was at Ohio State, Nebraska was losing like 40 to zero or something. That was the game that Tommy Armstrong got injured, oh, yeah. was taken away, yeah. and then he ended up like coming back on the field. Yeah. I think I ate like five McFlurries that day because it was just like every time Ohio State scored, I was just like, guess I got to go get another McFlurry. Right. That was also the year uh, Minnesota won by a bajillion points. I ate like 16 Dilly Bars, mm -hmm. which was disappointing the Last year when I was there, they limited the number of dilly bars. I was like, that feels rude. Right. I feel singled out. <laughs> I feel like I am personally responsible for this rule. Yeah. And I would I would like you all to stop. <laughs> um, so obviously, Illinois had the nitro cold brew. Uh, Northwestern does um, hot dogs at halftime, like the Chicago hot dogs. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's nothing like crazy. But I'm just trying to think of like who else – does something, but like I can remember specific games where I'm like, well, I guess I just have to go get another dilly bar. Right. This game, what what else are we doing here? Right. I need to um, get on the sadness train and eat these 14 dilly bars. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to write about this later. <laughs> I definitely do not like, I definitely, my health has been better this year <laughs> so far. I will be honest with you. I think I've talked with a couple of other reporters who've said the same. They're like, well, you know, at least like, I'm uh, I'm staying more in shape than I ever have by this point right. in September. And I'm like, we're eight days in. Right. <laughs> it's only been eight. It's eight days in. Oh, boy. Well, so something I was thinking about last week, uh, I was asked, well, how are you going to end this podcast every week? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking that's a great question. So I think what I would like to do, and I talked with you and mm -hmm. you said you were good with it as well, is always end every week with not necessarily a challenge, but just something that uh, we would like, at least us, something we would like to do yeah. in the coming week, in the future, forever. Uh, and it could be serious. It could be silly. It could be something significant. It could be nothing like nothing big at all, but just something that we are going to do. And we'd like, you know, as the listener, you to join us if you'd be up for it. Mm -hmm. So last week we challenged everyone, be kind, do something kind for someone, tell them something nice Yeah, just because kindness goes a long way. It really does. So, um, like I said, some weeks it could just be like, Hey, watch this TV show or right. do this. Like we're going to do that. Uh, this week is a little heavier because I think it's important. Mm -hmm. uh, so for anyone who's listening, I'm, I'm assuming most people know. If, if not, I encourage you to go. You can go Google this. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail because of the fact that you can go Google exactly the incident. But a truck was seen in Lincoln over the weekend uh, with a very horrific racial state racist statement on the back. Excuse me. And let me just be clear. I don't need to preface that with the word horrific. A racist statement is horrific at its core. But I think for myself, um, when I saw that, I was so struck because I just couldn't have imagined being a person of color and witnessing that. Mm -hmm. But what stood out to me is 
racism is usually is not usually that clear. It's not written on the back of a truck. It's not right. so blatant. It's happening all around us, whether all the we time. want to see it or not all mm-hmm. the time. The thing that really stood out to me is, and I, I'd like to clarify something I said within it, but also use it as an opportunity to kind of talk about what I think we can do moving forward, mm-hmm. is I, I tweeted a couple of things surrounding the image and said, we can be better. I was met with, some pushback of, well, what is this we that you're talking about? Who's we? Mm -hmm. This does not, this does not, this person does not speak for me. This person does not represent Nebraska. This person doesn't represent Lincoln. I I didn't say that it did. Right. What I meant by we was we as just humans can be better. Mm -hmm. And I think we all can always be better. We're never going to be perfect. I, I make mistakes like heck, just in the way that I led into this conversation to say a horrific racist statement. I didn't need to put the word horrific on the front. I'm constantly stumbling and I'm going to mess up. I know this. Mm -hmm. So we can be better. And the only way we're going to be better is if we, if we are willing to listen to each other. Mm -hmm. And that means sometimes having uncomfortable conversations. It's sometimes having, it's sometimes being uncomfortable in the sense that like, I'm not going to respond Yeah, because I, I don't understand. I'm just going to hear you and I'm going to say, maybe I don't get it, but I'm at least willing to like be an active participant in the sense that I'll listen. Mm -hmm. So the reason I think this is important and I'm, I'm calling myself out as much as anyone else is people grew defensive of how this does not represent them. It does not represent Nebraska. It does not represent this. I think to grow defensive is the wrong pathway forward here Yep. because we need to be able to seek to understand and under and within that understand that not everything is about us. Don't make something about you if it's not about you. And if you are making it about you, maybe that is a time for you to pause and reflect on why you think it is. Mm -hmm. I've done this with friends over very different topics Mm -hmm. where I see them tweet something or I see them post something on Facebook and my immediate gut reaction is they're talking about me. And then I go text them. I'm like, hey, why did you say this? And they're like, I wasn't talking about you at all. Uh, I was actually talking about a coworker or was mm-hmm. referencing this incident that happened. So then I have to sit with the fact that I jumped to the conclusion that this thing was being said about me. Mm-hmm. So why did I feel that way? Why was my initial reaction to say, I'm not like this? Right. And I'm telling you, I do this. Mm-hmm. I know I do this because yep. I hear myself and I see myself seeing things on on. Twitter, on Instagram, where I find myself reacting. And I think one of the biggest things we can do is just humble ourselves to say, sometimes it's not about me. And if it is about me, let me just sit with that for a second and understand what I can do, how I can be a exactly. better listener, a better a better person to this other person. Yeah. That person felt bold enough and confident enough to display that on their vehicle. And we're comfortable enough to drive around town with it on there. Right. And I didn't see, I didn't see anyone. And I, I agree with people who said, well, I didn't see anyone supporting it. No, 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 no. I would not. No. I would not expect to see anyone actively and outwardly openly right. supporting it in that way. Right. It is exactly what you said, though. These things are not often always written so boldly on the back right. of a truck, but they're being said in, in private conversations, in people's living rooms, and people's driveways. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't hear it and see it doesn't mean that it's not happening. Yeah, and we have to be willing to, I'm not saying that we all need to go be these, like, we need to start looking for, like, reasons mm-hmm. to, like, interject ourselves into things. I'm not right. saying that, but I just, what I mean by when I say we can be better, it's when a person of color comes to us and says, hey, this thing is hurting me. I'm hurting. Um, This is a challenge for me. This is happening to me. Yeah. Let's be less reactive and just better listeners and take a step back and say, I I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. But I, I want to understand, or at least I'm willing to hear you. Right. Because, I mean, I can't speak about the experiences of others. Now Mm -hmm. I know like for myself working in sports, I have expressed like the sexism that I have experienced and I've had people meet me with, well, that not all men are like that. I'd never said that. that. There are so, there are a number of 
amazing men who have helped me in my career to get where I am as allies. So I am mm-hmm. absolutely not in any way saying that that is representative of a group of individuals right. as a whole. However, it is still something that I and other women in this industry have experienced. Yes. So for me, as somebody who cannot personally understand what a person of color goes through on a day mm-hmm. in and day out basis, my job is to just say, I'm here, I'm listening, I can be better. Yeah. And I don't, see, it's so hard. I'll be honest with you. Even talking about this right now, knowing people are going to hear this. It's uncomfortable. It is because I'm afraid of getting like, I'm, I don't like being yelled at. I don't yeah. like people, like I am I am not an argumentative person. I don't like, so even when people started like kind of coming at me a little bit after my tweet, I didn't feel differently about what I tweeted. I right. don't take it back. But I feel my like blood pressure rising because mm-hmm. I get really nervous and uncomfortable and I'm like, I don't want people getting mad at me. That is, I'm, I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. That is just who I am at my core. But sometimes like we just have to be willing to stumble through these uncomfortable conversations despite. Yeah. And, and honestly, sometimes listening is uncomfortable, especially when someone is trying to tell you something you couldn't possibly ever understand without being that person. Mm -hmm. But that's the most important time to listen. Yeah. To feel what they're saying to you and absorb it and not say anything at all. Just feel that. Because when you actually actively listen to people, you can feel that pain or that frustration or that anger if you just listen. And it's not hard to listen. It's honestly pretty selfless just to listen. Yeah. And, you know, so for one of the, like, the things that I have been like the proudest to be part of in my time with Hale Varsity is for the yearbook. Uh, we've, we had a, a piece that ran in the yearbook that was uh, led by Josh Mitchell, a former Husker. And he um, invited a group of his friends that they're all in a group chat and they have these conversations all the time. Mm-hmm. And this, this group chat is all um, men of color with the exception of Will Compton. And uh, Will was the one thing he said throughout the whole conversation. So I was on that call for nearly an hour and a half with them. And I'll be honest, my face was hot. Mm -hmm. Like I could feel my cheeks getting like bright red because even though they weren't kind of going back to the, like, not everything is about you, even though they weren't like directly speaking about me, I just felt so, I just felt like something was sitting on my chest. Like I just felt, but Will was the one who put it and he's like, I'm, I'm not here to speak over any of this conversation. Mm-hmm. I am just here to listen. I'm here to hopefully be a good example of what an ally can look like and mm-hmm. should be like. And he's like, but also understanding that I'm going to fumble through all of this, mm-hmm. through it. He's like, I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm going to think the wrong thing. I'm going to do the wrong thing, but I'm going to try to be better yeah. because of it. And I give him, I give him credit for sitting there as well. And listening to them say like, oh, well, you know, when Will, when we had this conversation and he owned his, he owned his shit. Mm-hmm. And I commend all of those men when I sat there who allowed me to be part of it because they didn't owe me that. They don't right. owe me this opportunity to like, they don't need to be educating me on everything. Like right. I can do my bare minimum. I can be part of this conversation and actually do the work myself. Right. But the thing that was so, the thing that just really sat with me was how, like, if I hadn't been able to just sit there and listen, how much I would have missed out on. Yep. I feel so grateful for that opportunity and that they gave me that opportunity. And that is, like, that is somebody who's telling you right now, I am not perfect. I make a lot of mistakes. I'm going to. And I have not listened to people before. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to mess up on all of those things going forward. I know that. But, yeah. So I think the challenge is, as we go forward and we see, you know, the conversations that will continue to happen, because I've seen them continue. There's um, more and more people with larger followings have been sharing this. And when that happens, more people chime in, uh, which is not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but it does sometimes bring out the best and the worst of people. I would just encourage you to, to spend some time before you react to just listen and sit with sit with whatever it is that is causing that reaction and mm-hmm. see if you still feel that way in a day. Yep. 
Like you legit give it 24 hours. Take the time though to actually actively listen. It's hard to do, especially with the way that things work now with social media and, and all that. But even just reading something, but actually reading it, mm-hmm. like you're listening to someone talk or if someone comes to you and is like, hey, this is my experience, just listen. Mm-hmm. It costs you, it legitimately costs you nothing. Yeah, sometimes just listening before you react. And oftentimes I've had those moments where on Twitter, I really want to say something and I just walk away. And honestly, a few hours later, I have no desire to like Mm -hmm. say it any longer because it's like, I've allowed myself the time to process and whether that changes your opinion or not, or changes your mind, at least you've walked away with a little bit of a different understanding. It's perspective, a little bit of a, a little bit different perspective. And I think perspective, honestly, this is something that I will say, I think it helps you no matter what you believe in. When you can understand how somebody feels and thinks differently than you do, it actually helps support your your belief system as well because you, you've taken the time to understand how somebody else feels. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, like, this is how I feel, but I'm going to go seek to understand how somebody else feels. Yeah. Because you may not suddenly, like, align perfectly with them, but at least you now know where they're coming from. Exactly. And that's really, like, what the least we can give to each other is just the courtesy to listen. Exactly. So I encourage you to do that. Like one week we'll probably, I don't know. That was just one that's been sitting on my heart since it happened this weekend. Yeah. And I don't know. I, and I think that goes back to what we were saying about Twitter is it just can be this thing where like we, we like to argue with each other and we mm-hmm. like to yell and we like to be. It's not always about being right. No. And I said that to somebody on Twitter. I said, I don't think it serves either of us to go back and forth on who's right or wrong, Mm -hmm. because I don't think there is a right or a wrong in the sense of what we're arguing about. I think we just, when you get to that point, you're no longer, you're no longer seeking to understand each other. You're just trying to like find, you're you're looking for something negative to point out in the other person. And at the end of it, I don't think that's what we need to do to each other. I will, I will leave you with my favorite tweet of the week. As one final thing, it's a tweet from somebody named It's Nash Flynn on Twitter. Said, therapist, how are you coping with everything? And the person responds, with sarcasm mostly. And the therapist says, has that been working? And they said, yeah, it's been super great. <laughs> that is how I've been handling everything. So last week when I said all of us are going to need therapy when this is all said and done. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. don't maybe, do, don't don't deal with everything with sarcasm. Just some <laughs> of it. Just some of it. I do appreciate all of your feedback. Thank you for, um, you know, tweeting at us. I'm at Aaron Sorensen. You're at Sasha72. Yes. Um, I was going to give your Instagram handle. <laughs> uh, you can email us at mindyourownpodcast at hailvarsity.com. Again, mindyourownpodcast at hailvarsity.com. Uh, we do appreciate any feedback. Uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you have topic suggestions, I don't know. Some of you said you enjoyed our insight last week with the big 10 if there's a th- topic that we can dive into that isn't just the big 10 let me know right uh if, again if you have television show recommendations none of you gave us any last week so i'm highly disappointed so get on that so get on that but we hope wherever you are it's warmer than where we are yeah but i'm guessing it's not probably not <laughs> <laughs> and uh, again we'll be back every wednesday so join us next week too see ya